Advent, gloriously ordinary, the Christmas story unwrapped over 25 days. Well, welcome once again, day five of our Advent podcast series. Yesterday we started looking at the themes of anticipation and promise and fulfillment, and today we're in part two of that. And uh, yesterday we met Simeon, who had met Joseph and Mary with young Jesus at the temple, and guess what? He had been expecting Jesus. Well, perhaps not in the sense of waking up and saying to him, Haha, 2nd of January, let me pop down to the temple because Jesus and Mary should be coming through to dedicate Jesus. No, no, more like Simeon was a devout man who had immersed himself in the Jewish scriptures, and he was fully conversant with the narrative of those scriptures. He knew that as the years and generations had rolled by, God had time and time again promised to send the Messiah, this, this figure of a king, a warrior, an anointed leader of God's people. He was going to send the Messiah to rescue Israel. The big questions were when, who, and how. Okay, these were times in Israel's past when the nation was in such trouble that it seemed that surely the arrival of the Messiah must be imminent. In fact, if Simeon was honest, this was exactly such a time. Israel was in deep, deep trouble. In a hole, we would say, in today's lingo. They had lost their sovereignty and they were being ruled by Rome. What better time for the Messiah to appear and sort things out once for all? And in many people's minds, the Messiah had only one important task to perform. And that was to get rid uh, for Israel of their accursed foreign overlords, the Romans. Any expectation, any sense of anticipation revolved around this political theme. But I ask today, is that all? Were they justified in reducing the expectation to that? Now, let's get to a little passage of scripture in Matthew's Gospel. This is just after the I've got a surprise for you news of Mary's pregnancy. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a faithful to the law and an honest and just man, he did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had intended to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Now this is important. Matthew writes, All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which in Hebrew means God is with us. Now yesterday, we closed off our time together by saying, Simeon could die a happy man. Why? Because he had witnessed with his own eyes the long-awaited and promised Messiah. The promise made by God over many years and many books through the prophets in the scriptures had finally been fulfilled. Now this idea of fulfillment is a favorite theme that we read in Matthew's Gospel. He would often say, such and such happened that it might be fulfilled. Jesus went there that it might be fulfilled. This happened 
that it might be fulfilled. We see a prime example of this in verse 22 of the passage we've just read. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. And then he goes on to quote from a prophetic book in the Jewish Bible called Isaiah. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Now, isn't this incredible? Let's just reflect a moment. Isaiah lived 700 years before Jesus' birth. He was a Jewish preacher and prophet, and uh, he would be preaching in the temple. He would be preaching uh, to the king at times, to the royal court. And God had given Isaiah an amazing ability so that through his preaching, he could anticipate and predict many of the aspects around what the coming of the Messiah would look like. And here in chapter 7, during a discussion with King Ahaz, he absolutely nails it. He says, Behold, the virgin will conceive and bear a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel. Wow! Isn't that amazing? Now, if you ever decide to read the whole book of Isaiah, and there's about 60 or chapters to it, but it's a great read, you'll find a whole heap of similar predictions. It was this type of God-inspired preaching that caused the whole nation to live with eager expectation that one day a Messiah would come. At the right time, God would do what he needs to do. It was not always easy because there were seasons when all hope seemed to fade and God's people thought that their prayers were bouncing off the ceiling. And then, just with the last flicker of hope, another prophet would appear and say, remember God's promise. And he would stir the people to keep on believing. And so, just as I close, that is such a great takeout for us here in our Advent podcast. The fact that there's an anticipation, there's a promise made by God, and finally, we celebrate today, as we celebrate Advent, the fulfillment of God's promises. God is a God who always makes good on his promise. And with that, cheers until tomorrow.